If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. Weather forecasters are advising Sonoma County uh, to keep our umbrellas handy because another atmospheric river is expected to bring more rain. Unfortunately, this does not bode well for at least six properties along Cooper Drive in Santa Rosa, including homes and a synagogue. All of those were affected by a major soil slide yesterday. The first atmospheric river dropped more than three inches in Sonoma County this weekend before kind of tapering off on Sunday afternoon. However, there is more rain to come as a flood watch along with a high wind watch will be in effect from late tonight through Wednesday morning. Well, the 95th Academy Awards took place last night with everything, everywhere, all at once, winning seven of its 11 nominations, including Best Picture and Best Actress, as well as Best Supporting Actor. And here's a Ki Hu Kwan. Ki, sorry, Ki Hui Kwan. It's very hard for me to pronounce it. Uh, winning Best Supporting Actor. My mom is 84 years old. And she's at home watching. Mom, I just want an Oscar. Also, Daniel Kwan and Daniel Scheinert for Best Director. Brendan Fraser took home the Oscar for Best Actor for his performance on The Whale. And then Best Original Song went to Natu from the movie RRR. Uh, you can check out the full list of winners from the 95th Academy Awards at Froggy929.com. Get ready. Dirks Bentley just announced his North American Gravel and Gold Tour. It might be gravel, but it feels like gold. Hey, it's Dirks Bentley. The tour is named after Bentley's most recent album and will kick off on June 1st in Toronto. Dirks will bring Jordan Davis with him on tour with a bunch of special guests. Dirks said, quote, I can honestly say this is going to be our best tour yet. Dirks going to be coming to the Shoreline Amphitheater on August 17th and tickets are on sale right now at Dirks.com. But we are giving away tickets every day this week. Just compete against Amber in the Amber Showdown all week long at 830. Amber and Tanner. Every morning. Mornings. Really good. They're so funny. Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. Headline in a haystack. Tannery's headlines. Amber tells us which one is a lie. Cause it's headline in a haystack. Three headlines. One of them is real. Can Amber identify the headline in a haystack? The scorecard for 2023 is I'm currently up 17 to 9. And I won with the headline Man Fined for Sending Toothpaste to Neighbor with Bad Breath on Friday. <laughs> I still can't believe that. Shocking. <laughs> so today's theme is Weird Home Edition. These are all headlines based on strange homes either for sale or for rent. And here's headline number one. Zombie-themed home for rent. Headline number two, grandma-themed Airbnb reserved for next six months. And here's headline number three, Barbie house for sale. Mm, it could be zombie or a bar... I mean, it could be any of these. I'm going to go with the Barbie-themed home. Amber, that is the headline in a haystack. <laughs> I believe that I've 
seen something like this before. It's probably not the same home, but people are very passionate about Barbies. They really are. It, <laughs> this might like kind of jog your memory because this happened about a year ago. There is a Barbie house for sale in the United Kingdom for $505,000. So the Greater Manchester home has a pink front door and a pink garage door, and every room in the house is pink, and it has pink sofas, chairs, and a pink pool table. Ooh. <laughs> now that's unique. I've never seen a pink pool table before. Uh, there's also neon pink signs and pink beds. I'm in. You're in? I don't have this money. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> You're listening to Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. So we're still dealing with this nasty weather and rain here in Sonoma County. Uh, so maybe you've been staying indoors like I have and you're just watching movies. Well, this weekend, Cole and I watched uh, this movie on Netflix called R.I.P.D. And we watched it because it said, you know, now Netflix has those little tags on their movies that say, like, top 10 this week. Yeah. It was in the top 10 movies. It has to be good, right? We watched it. It's got Ryan Reynolds and Jeff Bridges in it. And a cop dies. He finds himself in the afterlife working for the Rest in Peace Department. Tanner, have you seen this? I haven't, but I'm intrigued now. Okay, so the cop tries to catch spirits in the real world and bring them back to the afterlife. It seems like a very (laughs) interesting concept, right? Yeah. I thought it was great. I love Ryan Reynolds and Jeff Bridges. The concept was interesting, but Rotten Tomatoes didn't think it was so great because it gave the movie a 12%. Now, that's really rough. 12%? That is one rotten movie. Yeah. (laughs) That's not even a tomato anymore. The tomato doesn't even exist. It's salsa. (laughs) Yeah. Well... I, I don't know. I've seen I've seen so many movies that I thoroughly enjoyed that did not have a good rating on, for example, Letterboxd or Rotten Tomatoes. But, you know, why was it in the top 10? Everyone was clearly watching this movie on Netflix. Yeah. I mean, don't they have to take that into consideration at some point? <laughs> if a bunch of people are watching it, somebody has to be enjoying it. So, you know, I was talking to my friends about it, and they were like, no, we liked it too. Uh, but, Tina, what's a critically considered bad movie that you enjoy? Dude, Where's My Car? Is it really considered I, a bad movie? It is. I'm looking at it on Rotten Tomatoes right now. 17%. And... Uh, Apparently, the critics' consensus says the movie isn't funny, the plot is too thin, and the production values feel more like a TV sitcom than a movie. And I thought everybody loved this movie. I certainly did. I even had a Dude Wears My Car poster in my college dorm. Isn't that so weird? Well, you go back and you look at what the critics are saying to movies that you loved, especially growing up. You thought they were classics. Yeah. Like The Princess Diaries has a not great rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Is that true? Yeah. I can't believe that. I'm going to look it up right now. I think it just goes to show, enjoy what you enjoy. Who cares what critics say? Who cares if it didn't get 50 Academy Awards? If you like a movie, that's all that matters. Princess Diaries has 49% on Rotten Tomatoes. Well, that's a lot better than R.I.P.D. It's a better movie than R.I.P.D. Okay. I'll I'll say that. Uh, But you're right. It just goes to show you should not listen to what the critics say because I'm sorry, The Princess Diaries, for example, is an absolute classic. I've never seen it. (laughs) No! Got something to say? Call me up. 
you can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. This is Ground Control to Major Tom. Feeling very proud to be a Sonoma Countyan today because Nicole Mann, who is a Petaluma native, went to space and returned to Earth on Saturday night. And Nicole was the first Native American woman to launch into space, and she launched back in October. She spent 157 days, and she orbited the Earth at 15,000 miles per hour. Nicole is back home, and we are just so proud of one of our own making the trip to space and truly making history. That is absolutely incredible. What a giant feat. What an honor. That is incredible. We're so proud of you as a human being, Nicole. Uh, It is so awesome. And if given the opportunity, would you go to space, Amber? Yes. Yeah? Without a doubt. (laughs) I was telling you before we went on air that my class did a little stint in space camp. They came to town for the weekend, and my class got to go, and I got partnered with uh, Kenny Mills. (laughs) And Kenny and I got to control the rovers. Like through this little like system, yeah, out on the moon, it was really cool, and it made me very interested in space. And I wanted to be an astronomer for a little while. That's awesome, Space Cadet Amber. At your service. Yeah, I'm not smart enough for that. <laughs> That's the thing that people don't realize is how much work it takes to become an astronaut. You have to be an extremely, extremely well accomplished human being to be able to do that. Yeah, and now I'm on the radio, so. <laughs> Now we're talking about all the smart people. (laughs) We can't be one, so we'll just uh, honor them. Those who can't do, talk about it on the radio. (laughs) So I like the idea of going to space, but I would probably wait a good 30 to 40 years before going into space because I don't trust the technology just to casually go into space. Sure, Jeff Bezos is going into space. Sure, you know, uh, other, I mean, Elon Musk is going into space, but you have to be incredibly smart still to go, and I don't think I have the brain power quite yet. (laughs) (laughs) In 30 to 40 years, you're going to have the brain power, though? I I don't think I'll have the brain power. However, the rocket ships will. It'll just do the space work for you. Yeah. Okay. It has to be as easy to go on an airplane because sometimes I can't even figure out how to get on an airplane. So I got to wait a while. See, I don't know how airplanes work, (laughs) how do rocket ships work. It's a whole nother thing. We asked you on Instagram, an Instagram poll at Froggy929, would you go to space if you had the opportunity? It looks like 52% said they would go to space. So make your voice heard and go vote on the poll. That memory foam bamboo sheet kind of feeling. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. So actor Hugh Grant didn't win any fans after his Oscar red carpet interview. The Notting Hill actor seemed like he'd rather uh, be anywhere else than on the red carpet being interviewed by model and Oscars red carpet host Ashley Graham. So when Graham asked about his favorite part of the award show, he held up a lengthy pause and then coldly answered this. What's your favorite thing about coming to the Oscars? Um, well, uh, <laughs> it's fascinating. It's a, it's a, uh, the whole of humanity is here. It's, uh, <laughs> it's Vanity Fair. 
Oh, it's all about Vanity yeah. Fair. Yes, that's where we let loose and have a little bit of fun. So Hugh Grant also told Ashley Graham that he isn't looking forward to seeing anyone win an award and that he's wearing his own suit. What are you most excited to see tonight? To see? Yeah, well, I know that you probably watched a few of the movies. Are you excited to see anybody win? Do you have your hopes up for anyone? Um, not, not no, no one in particular. Okay, well, what are you wearing tonight then? Just my suit. Your suit? Who yeah. made your suit? You didn't make it. Um, I can't remember. My tailor. Uh, so Grant could be seen kind of rolling his eyes towards the end of the, end of the interview. Uh, but Twitter, of course, reacted and comments included, he was so rude, maybe he should just stay at home if he's too good for the industry of his choice. Uh, and, you know, people were just saying how rude and incredibly unprofessional he was. But I do want to applaud Ashley Graham or her professionalism. Just want to say shout out to her for holding up the conversation and getting through it because, you know, as an interviewer, there's nothing worse than interviewing someone who is rude and absolutely does not want to be present and doesn't do a good job fielding your questions. Now, Hugh does seem like he was kidding around and, you know, it's British humor. It's kind of snarky. But for a guy who's in entertainment and well-versed in the subtle nuances of rapport, doing proper interviews in front of a global audience, you know, it's something that he should know how to do. And he just came across as is having kind of no respect for the person that was in front of him. You know, she was just trying to do her job, and he's kind of, you know, throwing out these short little negative bones to kind of destroy the rapport. Uh, so it just didn't make for a good interview. I, and I don't may, I don't think that maybe he meant any harm by it, but it just wasn't a good interview altogether. Um, Sarah from Santa Rosa sent a message. She said, I agree. He's a really unpleasant man. She handled it well. This makes him look pathetic. But Maureen from Sebastopol sent a message, and she said, I'd say good on him. He was wearing a suit and not bragging about designer names. Who cares about labels? So thank you for your message, ladies. What do you think? Was Hugh Grant being rude or do you think this was his attempt at humor? Uh, Does he deserve all this backlash online? Got something to say? You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. You, you, you pretty good at trivia? Is this a question? Once you stop testing yourself, you get slow. Answer my question or you'll be standing tall before the man. 40% of people say this makes them feel better when they're sick. What is it? Here's a clue. It is soft. Another clue. It is not their pet. Here's your final clue. Bed. Cassie from Runner Park, what is your guess for today's Mindbender? Is it a blanket? Cassie, that is correct. Congratulations. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. <laughs> you <laughs> I turned on the radio right when you guys started it. <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations to you. You are going to the California Artisan Cheese Festival, thanks to which morning show? Amber and Tanner in the morning at Froggy 92.9. Every year we find one good Samaritan. You're the good Samaritan. I'm just a good Samaritan. Good Samaritan! I want you to call and honor a good Samaritan right now. 6361-HOP. Because today is National Good Samaritan Day. I think this is a great way to honor the people in our community that do 
such wonderful things behind the scenes. You know, what's good about a good Samaritan is they don't always reveal themselves. Yeah. They don't always say, hey, look at me. I do good things. <laughs> Honestly, if someone did that, I would go, well, are you a good Samaritan, though? <laughs> <laughs> Yay. I mean, you know, it's, it's good to make yourself known so you can get other people involved. Uh, if you're passionate about what you do, that is great. But, Tanner, you know, is there a good Samaritan that you'd like to talk about today? I'm thinking about Freedman's Home Improvement today. You know, we have been dealing with all these atmospheric rivers here in Sonoma County, and Freedman's has stepped up to the plate every single time and uh, is giving people 20 free sandbags, you know, for their cars, for whatever they need the sandbags for, and uh, you can pick them up anytime at any Freedman's location. That's a really good tip for people out there. Uh, I don't know what I would need sandbags for. Yeah. Maybe my plants outside. <laughs> don't blow away in the wind. I'm thinking about cars. Like you put them in the trunk of your car and it helps you kind of navigate floodwaters and it helps your car stay on the road. Yeah. There, there's, there's plenty of uses for it. Um, you know, I want to mention Matt and Chris from Third Street Outworks today. A lot of people don't know this, but those guys are so ingrained in the community and want to do so much for just the town of Santa Rosa. I mean, when the pandemic hit, they made these, you know, food boxes. They volunteered with us at the vaccine clinic. They gave food to volunteers and, you know, they're constantly trying to do things um, to help the community. And, you know, I I know that they're no longer going to be at their flagship tap room in, in downtown Santa Rosa, but try to support them by buying some beer from them because they really do care about Sonoma County. Yeah, and I I think they're model citizens for Sonoma County. Uh, They care, and that goes a long way. Well, we've got Jesse from Healdsburg on the phone. Uh, Jesse, you were saying that you know Good Samaritan. I would say my cousin who went and spent the last of their money to get some, like, protein bars and some fruit and a case of water for these this homeless couple that he saw outside and it was cold and he gave them his jacket and whatnot so they can have some type of warmth they're awesome amber and tanner no one better froggy 92.9 amber and tanner in the morning present the neighbor dispute with barry martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're going to talk to Kendall. Kendall's son is going on a field trip soon, and Barry Martindale's going to stress her out. Hello? Hi, is this Kendall? Yes, this is. It's Barry Martindale. I'm calling on behalf of school district. Okay. I understand that your son's about to go on a field trip to a museum in San Francisco. Right, yes, uh-huh. Yeah, the trip's actually tomorrow. Yeah. I'm calling you to inform you that we're going to have to have you sign an additional permission slip because we decided to extend the trip to an overnight stay. Wait, when, when was this decided? I don't, I don't remember hearing anything about this. It was decided yesterday night. Okay, um, I, what about school the next day? Well, they're going to cancel. They're going to have just a a ton of fun, and they're probably going to need some additional sleep because we want to show the students a bit of the nightlife uh, in San Francisco. The nightlife? Yeah. I don't want my son getting to know the nightlife. We just want to take him to a couple of clubs for kids. Clubs for kids? That's a thing? It absolutely is. I mean, no alcohol is going to be served there, just a ton of juice and soda. I don't. I've never heard of this, but I. I don't think I'm. I'm interested in in finding that. I don't think I want my son to do that. 
while the entire class is going and it's actually a requirement of the field trip and in addition to all this we're going to have to ask you for $98 for the hotel and you can submit that payment online now what no yeah. no i'm sorry i i did not agree to this i i do not want him staying overnight um and i'm not going to pay that much money i mean i'm, I'm not going to pay any money cuz he's not spending the night so you're just going to deprive your child of a good experience excuse me I mean, uh, it's what it sounds like. What, what did you say your name was again? You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the Morning. You're on Froggy Night 2.9's Neighbor Dispute. <laughs> oh, come on, you jerk. Listen to Amber and Tanner in the Morning every weekday at 7.55 for the Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Want to know, what are your best organizational tips for living in a small Apartment. I would say rainy days are perfect for like, you know, spring cleaning and organizing that cluttery closet that you've been meaning to get to for months, months, months. <laughs> <laughs> You're just staring at it and just things keep piling up and you can't even close your closet door because it's filled with so much junk. Yeah, and when you're stuck in your house like that, you're just staring at the junk and you're like, I gotta do something about this. So I decided yesterday that I was gonna reorganize my closet again. Now I do this a couple of times a year. I go through everything. I try. I get rid of things I'm not wearing and I, I try different things and I was so dis- like discouraged because it looked like I hadn't done anything and I spent hours <laughs> going through this closet. Um, you know, there's no room in this one bedroom apartment for us. There, There's hard. I mean, I know people make it work and make their apartments look nice, but I just got junk everywhere right now. I totally understand your pain because your apartment and mine are relatively the same size and it just feels like the longer you live in an apartment, because I know you've been there for a couple of years and I've yeah. been in mine for a couple of years, we accumulate all this stuff and it kind of feels like you've grown out of the space. Yeah, the bot. I gotta be honest with you, but the bottom of the closet looks awful. Is, is there it's just like, clothes and clo- stuff there's everywhere? There's clothes at the bottom of the apartment, and mostly they're pajama pants. <laughs> For some reason, I can't find a place to put my pajama pants. Yeah. Do you have to go in with a stick and make a little path for you to get to the back of the closet? I stand on the uh, hoard of clothes, the, the big <laughs> pile of clothes to get to stuff at the top shelf. No lie. Kind of practical if you think about it, if you can't reach up there. <laughs> you know, I could get a stool, but instead, I have a pile of clothes. I mean, exactly like you said, you know, you live in a, a one-bedroom apartment, you know, you and Cammy have to share space as well. So how do you manage, like, what are some organizational tips? Something that we do is we just spend 15 minutes every single day. We'll set a timer. One of us spends 15 minutes a day either organizing, putting things in certain spots, or getting rid of stuff. And, it, you know, we just take different sections of the apartment anytime we do this 15-minute timer. And it has worked out whether it's cleaning, organizing, or getting rid of stuff. Interesting. Yeah, but, you know, I'm not going to lie. We got too much stuff, too. And sometimes we don't want to get rid of it. <laughs> Cole gets so mad at me. He's like, there's a fine line in the closet. You can't cross it, and you're crossing it. <laughs> I'm like, I need more stuff than you do. Yeah.
Like, he does not understand. And that frustrates me so much. I'm like, women need more garments than men do. Yeah. It's just, it just is what it is. Cole's probably like me and wears the same, like, six t-shirts. Well, he only has, like, (laughs) well, for a while, he only had, like, one pair of tennis shoes, but now he has two. Oh, wow. He's got two. He's got two now. But he needs all this room in the closet. (laughs) I do not give him enough room. I I, I will say, in defense, I do not give him enough room, but it's so small. Yeah, I'm I'm dealing with the same thing. And I, I totally understand. Well, I don't get mad about it like Cole does, but uh, Cammy, it's like 95% of it's Cammy's closet, then the rest is mine. Yeah, same here. <laughs> All right, well, we asked for your best organizational tips for a small apartment on our Froggy Facebook page. That's facebook.com slash froggy929. I really like what Megan from Middletown said. She said, install floating shelves. Gosh, if I can find a place on my walls, we got a bunch of artwork everywhere. A uh, friend from Guerneville says, use the back of the doors for storage. I have a hanging shoe rack on the back of my closet door and it helps save on space. I actually have one of those too. It's extremely helpful. And Gina from Healdsburg said, utilize under bed storage. This also helps keep the monsters away. Nice. <laughs> With Amber and Tanner. Today's country, Froggy 92.9. The 95th Academy Awards went down last night. And Amber, this is shocking. It cost $56.8 million to produce the show. Was that because of all the expensive gift bags as well? Yeah, it definitely had something to do with it. (laughs) Weren't those bags like $100,000 a pop? There were some crazy stuff in those gift bags. Came with like six vacations. Yeah, like a really expensive facial. It had like gold carrots in it or something. I don't know. Why do all these rich and famous people need all that stuff? (laughs) And it makes sense because... The show was a billion hours long. And here are some of the winners from last night. And now, and now, the biggest moments from the 95th Academy Awards. And the Oscar for performance by an actor in a supporting role. I just want an Oscar. And the Oscar for performance by an actor in a leading role goes to Brendan Fraser. So this is what the multiverse looks like. (laughs) And the Oscar for performance by an actress in a leading role goes to Michelle Yeoh. And the Oscar for best picture goes to everything, everyone. It was a huge night, and a lot of history was made. But, you know, the Oscars are great, but here on Amber and Tanner in the morning, we have our own award show. It's called the Spontaneous Award Ceremony. Uh, So this is how it works. I have an award for Amber. She has one for me. We don't know what the award we are receiving is, and we're going to give a 30-second spontaneous speech on our award. Okay. All right. Do you want to? I'm going to give you yours first. All right. Are Are you ready? I am ready. Let's roll. And the award for best corduroy wearer in the entire studio goes to Tanner Chambers. Wow. Honestly, did not see this one coming. There were a, a lot of great nominees, uh, like my co-host from Amber and Tanner in the morning, Amber Henderson. Uh, she's wearing a University of Georgia Bulldogs uh, corduroy uh, sweater. I am. And it's fantastic. And honestly, I'm surprised because I thought her corduroy wear today was better than mine. I would like to thank the van store uh, for uh, having this on sale this weekend, and it's it's great. Thank you. Let's (laughs) describe this shirt, though. This? Yes. I don't know what's happening with it. It's It's, strange. It's got, like, some trees at the bottom of it. Yeah. It says since 1966. I got this at the van's outlet. On Santa Rosa Avenue. Uh, That's awesome. (laughs) Are you ready for your award? I am. And the award 
for most beverage cups in the studio goes to <laughs> Amber Henderson. First of all, I'd like to thank Yeti and Stanley Cup Brands for keeping me hydrated, keeping my coffee warm, my water cold. Also, Polar Seltzer for providing me with fun and extra hydration. Just want to thank Tanner for um, also helping me uh, get through all my coffee spills and being supportive through this time. Um, And thank you to Sonoma County for allowing me to be your Sonoma County Cup Queen. Wake up in the morning for the rouge to crow. Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, Sonoma County's number one for today's country. Christina from Lakeport, are you ready to compete against Amber in the Amber Showdown? Yes. This is how it works. I'm going to ask you five rapid-fire questions. Amber will be outside the studio, so she can't hear them. Christina from Lakeport, once you're done, we're going to bring Amber back into the studio and see how the two of you score. Okay. You want to talk some smack to Amber for a half a point bonus? Get out of there, Amber. I'm winning this. Woo! <laughs> Amber's running out of the studio. She has, is that your Stanley, Amber? Stanley Water in hand. Her record's 583 wins, 51 losses. She's on a nine-game winning streak. Christina from Lakeport, here's question one. The Oscars happened last night. Oscar is the name of the award given. What is the official name of the award ceremony? Um, crap. I was watching it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Question two. We are giving away tickets for Dirk Bentley right now. Can you name Dirk's first number one hit? Oh, I can't. Question three. Tom Cruise and some of the producers from Top Gun Maverick recently screened the film aboard the USS George H.W. Bush Naval Aircraft Carrier. Is George Herbert Walker Bush the father or son of George W. Bush? Uh, son? Incorrect. Question four. Darn. Tim McGraw says he was starstruck when he saw Harrison Ford at a breakfast for the cast of the Yellowstone shows. What character does Harrison Ford play in Star Wars? I don't know. And question five. Who wrote the Harry Potter book series? J.K. Rowling. That's correct. I'm going to bring Amber back in. Ooh, I got one. Sorry, I was reading food recipes. You were reading food recipes? <laughs> <laughs> Trying to figure out what to do for dinner tonight? Yes. <laughs> Christina from Lakeport got one and a half out of five today. Oh, no, Tanner. Are they are they hard? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Amber, here's question one. The Oscars right. happened last night. Oscar is the name of the award given. What is the official name of the award ceremony? The Academy Awards. That is correct. Ah. Christina from Lakeport got that incorrect. Amber, you're up one to zero. Question two. We are giving away tickets for Dirk's Bentley right now. Can you name Dirk's first number one hit? Is it come a little closer? It is not. Darn. I was looking for what was I thinking? Ah. (laughs) The score is still one to zero. Amber's up. Question three. Tom Cruise and some of the producers from Top Gun Maverick recently screened the film aboard the USS George H.W. Bush Naval Aircraft Carrier. What a name. Right? Is George Herbert Walker Bush the father or son of George W. Bush? That sounds like George, George Herbert Walker sounds like the first one. So the, the father. So the father? <laughs> yeah. George Herbert Walker Bush is the father. <laughs> <laughs> Maury over here. <laughs> That's correct. Christina from Lakeport got that incorrect. Amber, you're up two to zero. Question number four. Tim McGraw says he was starstruck when he saw Harrison Ford at a breakfast for the cast of the Yellowstone shows. What character does Harrison Ford play in Star Wars? Uh, He plays... Oh, God. 
<laughs> His little vest and everything. You've asked this question before. The brown boots. It's... He's got a gun. I know. I can't think of it right now. It's All of them are Skywalker except him. <laughs> <laughs> you want to take an X? Yeah, because I can't... Wait. No, oh, it's on the dick. Han Solo. Han Solo is correct. <laughs> Han shot first. <laughs> oh my god. Christina from Lakeport got that incorrect. Amber, you're now up three to zero. And here's question number five. Who wrote the Harry Potter book series? J.K. Rowling. That is correct. The final score. Amber wins four to one and a half out of five. Christina from Lakeport, so sorry you are not the champion of the Amber Showdown. And you gotta say the phrase. I'm not smarter than Amber. But we're still giving you those tickets to see Dirk's Bentley! I'm so excited. Christina from Lakeport, you're going to see Dirks Bentley thanks to which morning show? Amber and Tanner in the morning, Froggy 92.9. Come a little closer, baby. So the atmospheric river that hit Sonoma County Thursday brought some strong winds and rains to us. There was at least one water rescue. There were some mudslides, and a second atmospheric river is going to arrive late today. The weather service has also issued a high wind watch for tonight and Tuesday night, so we got a lot of bad weather ahead. Oh, man. Sonoma County, we are going through it right now. Um, Some areas are hit way harder than other areas, and if you're deeply affected, which a lot of us are, uh, you know, just our condolences, and we're going to get through this together. Well, Tanner, what is something that we can do to prepare, you know, for this second atmospheric river and all the flooding? You know, you're from an area with a lot of rain, but it's a little different for Sonoma County. You know, we're just not necessarily equipped for it. We yeah. don't get it a lot. So, you know, you mentioned Freedman's Home Improvement's doing something earlier. What else you got? Yeah, so something that and I know this is going to sound overly simplistic, and I, but I do think it's incredibly important. Just remember when you're driving to take your time. You don't know uh, where there's going to be random you know, puddles on the 101, and you don't want to end up in a hydroplaning situation. Just make sure to take your time so you get to where you're going safely. That so, would be my biggest tip. So if you do see a puddle in your driving, um, you know, there's like a common misconception among drivers when you hydroplane. What should you do? Because a lot of people try to brake. No, and that's what no, causes no, no, no. you that's what causes you to hydroplane. Yeah. So what do you do? You just gotta keep your hands ten and two, keep it straight as you possibly can and work through it. And because you don't wanna, you know, turn your wheel super drastically or anything like that, because that could actually be more unsafe. Yeah, so just like foot off the brake and just kind of You just gotta kinda ride it out. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty scary stuff. Yeah. And you can feel your car pulling a little bit, but don't do anything. Like Tanner said, don't do anything drastic, right? Yeah. Don't overcorrect because if you overcorrect, you're going to, you could end up in a bad situation. But what about you, Amber? I I mean, what's a way that we could help each other and uh, people who are dealing with this bad situation could help themselves? Well, you know, they're telling us to try to stay off the roads as much as possible, especially if you're in those areas that are more prone to flooding. Um, But, you know, my fiance, Cole, he commutes to Pedestrian. Bay every day for work and you know I, I read this tip that said don't don't drown turn around um, so if the road is flooded please turn around find another way home do not take any chances which I've been telling Cole because he drives a little car I'm like yeah. don't even if you think it's like a couple <laughs> like you know not that high like yeah. please turn around I don't want anything bad to happen to you're you. not driving an F-150 right? you gotta avoid that puddle <laughs> you drive a Yaris like let's not <laughs> they're awesome Amber and Tanner no one better Froggy 92.9